Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Thursday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, former Laker Chris Paul could be back on the market as a free agent. Could he end up back in Los Angeles with the Lakers? That's next. I see what you did there. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everyone for making Lockdown Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcast. It's always free. It's never going to be behind a paywall. And Lockdown Lakers on YouTube is where you can go hang out with over 17,000 Lakers fans, all of whom are curious as to whether or not Chris Paul, former Laker, will finally end up in Los Angeles and actually get to wear a Lakers uniform. Andy, big news today out of Phoenix. Uh, it appears that the Phoenix Suns may be getting out of the Chris Paul business. Yeah, uh, Chris Haynes from Bleacher Report and uh, TNT, and this was later confirmed by uh, Sham Sharani at The Athletic and, and really the whole team over at The Athletic. The Suns and Chris Paul have been discussing his future with the organization and it's going to, in one way or the other, either involve moving his contract or getting his contract fully off their books. Like There is a possibility that has been acknowledged that Chris Paul, if they can't find a trade partner for him, he has about $31 million owed to him this coming season if his contract is guaranteed by a certain point, kind of like what we talked about on yesterday's Basically show. Basically, the end of the month, when all these contracts become right. guaranteed. What okay. they can do is release him and re-sign him to a smaller deal. Chris Paul reportedly wants to stay in Phoenix. So it's not a done deal that he's going to be gone. If the Suns stretch him, though, that's your signal. That is your 100% ironclad signal that he ain't coming back there. And he then could go anywhere. And, um, you know, we'll see what's going to happen. And, and you know, when the fir- news first broke – on Wednesday afternoon, it looked like it was like, you know, tick tock, like the Suns are, are putting Chris Paul on waivers like now. <laughs> um, and as the day has gone on and Woj is reporting, and it, it, it could be a slower process. This is going to be something where this, either the Suns or Chris Paul or maybe both uh, pump the brakes a little bit on what seemed like a, a report that like, no, like now, like Chris Paul's can be on the market like Tuesday, or that a decision oh, right. had been like definitively made as Correct. far as if it's not happening today, this is what's going to happen in the very near future. Right. Um, although what's interesting though, saw um Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN talking in an ESPN segment before game three of the finals. Which, by the way, if you're late to the party, Denver ended up winning pretty handily, they're now up. 2-1 in this series, Chris Paul would like some clarity sooner rather than later about mm-hmm. what is going to be happening because obviously if he is going to be going on the open market, he wants to be able to try to you know, work, work the room, so to speak, uh, before the process begins. He wants to get in on the tampering party, basically. Right. That, that I mean, everything look, else going on with free agents. He doesn't want to have to wait until you know, after the draft until I like he wants you know, his agents, all these people want to be able to 
work whatever channels are available to teams. And that includes draft day trades, things and that, whatever it might be. Um, and, and, you know, clarity is required. The draft is on the 22nd, I believe. So, you know, uh, two weeks from uh, today, I believe it is, uh, is the draft. So um, let's, for argument's sake, let's set aside the, the issue of the Suns and whether or not they could bring him back because, you know, it's – it's not a hundred percent guaranteed he's out of Phoenix, or whatever, but let's assume for the sake of this conversation that he is, that his time in Phoenix is over and Chris Paul and the Suns, when this is all over, are going to move on from each other. The first 726 tweets in reaction to this news all we're basically okay. Well, he's going to be a Laker now, <laughs> like all of them. Every single well, Laker player. or Clipper. Um, as uh... I, I, it took me about, I, I took me a, a long uh, scroll, a bit of scrolling before I got to any team other than Lakers. And then, yes, it was the Clippers. And Woj was Woj reported too. You know, the Clippers would obviously be interested, but the zeitgeist, Andy, the the average NBA fan, NBA Twitter overwhelmingly put Chris Paul on the Lakers literally the second Haynes tweeted this out. Well, I mean, we've we've already been down this road before when Chris Paul was actually for about 15 minutes at Laker. And mm-hmm. he's been, you know, he has spent the last decade photoshopped in a Laker uniform in some way, shape, or fashion. He's also the only member of the Banana Boat crew that LeBron has not played with yet on an NBA level. So the, this would complete the ring I guess maybe give Gabby Union a 10-day deal at some point just to really make sure everybody from that photo is present, present and accounted for. But, yeah, I mean, he he's going to be ring chasing. You know, I mean, that is the only thing left in Chris Paul's career that he has not yet accomplished is win a championship ring. I mean, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame no-brainer. He's going to go down as one of the greatest point guards ever. But he still has not gotten that ring, and the Lakers are a team that, in theory, at least, would fall under those considerations for a variety of reasons beyond, I think he would just like to... I think L.A. would be appealing to Chris Paul anyway. Yeah, he he still has a house in L.A. This is where he spends his off-seasons. Um, and, you know, obviously there is the tie to LeBron James, um, there is the fact that like it actually, you know, at least certainly on, on paper, uh, makes sense in terms of like the type of point guard, if, you know, the Lakers would add, as opposed to say a Russell Westbrook, um, you know, the, the, the contextually, um, everything kind of, and then, you know, there's just the, every star player who ends up on the, on the street gets linked to the Lakers. All of them. <laughs> it's just that is that is the way this works. It is the way it will always work. Um, and uh, it is just, it is the proper order of the universe. Um, the question becomes... <laughs> the question becomes whether or not it would be a good move. Like this, does this make sense for the Lakers? It's one thing for everybody to put chris paul onto the lakers it's another to decide whether or not it's a good idea for the lakers to try to bring in chris paul because um 
whether you're talking about age, whether you're talking about potential decline, whether you're talking about injury risk, whether you're, but then when you're talking about skill set, when you're talking about fit, and then the ripple effects that would happen with the decisions that the Lakers would have to make. You see here, you know, we, we, we teased Dennis Schroeder for Thursday's show. The everydayers certainly know that. And the, the question about whether the Lakers would bring back Dennis Schroeder is totally impacted by all kinds of things relating to Chris Paul. So let's start to unpack all of these questions next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by eBay Motors. And for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. Yep. Chris Paul versus Dennis Schroeder versus D'Angelo Russell. And it's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or you get your money back. And just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you will be back in the game in no time. After all, it is easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Quick reminder, today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNBA, and when you enter the promo code LockedOnNBA, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Keeps your hot drinks hot, Andy, and your cold drinks cold. Your room temperature drinks stay that, that, that temperature as well. Um, let's just ask the basic question. Chris Paul's a free agent. Uh, he's out there. Uh, he is interested in coming to the Lakers. Should the Lakers be interested in Chris Paul? They should definitely be considering him. I, I think you, you have a discussion over it for sure. I mean, no matter what you think of Chris Paul at this stage of his career, with this particular class of free agents, he's one of the better ones out there. Whether you think that is an endorsement of Chris Paul or an indictment of the free agent class, or even a bit of both. I was going to say, those are not mutually exclusive. He is undoubtedly going to be one of the best players on the market if he is, in fact, on the market. And he would be in the mode of the players that you would be looking to add in the sense that he is a player that you only add if you think you are in a position to win. Like he, he he's unless Chris Paul specifically wants to mentor, he has no business being on a team that is either not a contender, a rebuilder, whatever. There's no reason for him to be there. So in that sense, Chris Paul does make sense. Uh, Chris Paul also is somebody obviously that can orchestrate offense. And not only has LeBron been looking for other guys to help with that and, you know, opinions vary season to season about how much anybody other than LeBron should be doing it. It often sometimes feels like at the end of the day, he ends up doing it because he decides he wants to do it. But it does seem like that is something that he wants more help along those lines. And increasingly, it becomes clear whether he likes it or not. You just need more options out there to do it. Yeah, I um, I am a big advocate of of bring if CP3 is out there and wants and particularly when you when you factor in what the likely price would be 
the the only real practical ways that he ends up here are using the the mid-level with you know the mid-level taxpayer mid-level the lakers would have available and we'll get to some of the ripple effects from all of these things you know from that um or the uh resigns of the vet mint uh you know chris paul reportedly wants to haynes reported that that cp wants to play for beyond next year so in theory would not necessarily need to be just a one-year commitment um cp wants to keep playing what I think is really interesting too, Andy, you know, we were talking before, there's no question Chris Paul has declined. Like CP3 yeah. is not the player that he once was. There is no question about that. But I do think there's also the perception, I'm talking about as a player, not from the health thing, but just as, a, as an on-court performer. I, I think there are probably some people out there like, oh my God, CP3 third star for the Lakers. And then there are people who look at him and be like, oh my God, CP3, he's 38 and he's basically trash at this point. Right, we're going to add another guy in their late 30s to a team with LeBron. Right, who can't play. But like this one's declined to the point where he can't play. Um, neither of those things, are, you know, is, is true. He is not, he he's still a good player. He's just not a star. And I actually think he would fit really well with what the Lakers do. Um, I think, you know, he can still shoot from the outside. Um, this season he was up in the high 30s. Um, last season he wasn't very good, but this season he was. And historically he's a high 30s three-point shooter. Certainly somebody you have to respect. He's got a tr- still has a tremendous mid-range touch, uh, which would add a layer. Though not this season. This no. season he shot close to a career low from – two-point range so that that's part of the reason his overall field goal percentage was pretty low it it wasn't just down it was pretty demonstratively down but um i I just and and you know still average about nine assists a game so particularly when you factor in the price just in a vacuum chris paul makes a ton of sense and the lakers i think would be insane not to try to figure out a way to add him he is like you say going to be a significant upgrade over whatever rando point guard they probably would have picked up on the market. Um, so that's, that's my perspective on it. I think the bigger thing though is impact on the other choices that the Lakers would have to make. Yeah. I mean, I, I think with Chris Paul in a lot of ways, it's not a question of, yeah, you could do worse than Chris Paul. You absolutely could do worse than Chris Paul, particularly, again, when you take into account the other likely free agents that would be in the Lakers' price as a team that everybody expects to be a taxpayer mid-level team. Like, you're not going to have Mm -hmm. that many options. The question really starts becoming, could you do better when when you raise the idea of D'Angelo Russell, Dennis Schroeder, some type Mm -hmm. of combination? It's, It's more the idea of, could you do better than CP3. Well, do, do, that's what I'm getting at. If you, there is, for example, you know, Lakers by every report since the end of the season have been universally interested in bringing back Dennis Schroeder. It is complicated to do that depending on what his market is. The Lakers can, uh, because he was on a veteran's minimum this year, are limited in what they can offer him. The best way for them to pay him the most money is to use the exception to bring him in. If you use it on Chris Paul, 
you can't, can't get Dennis Schroeder. Use it on Dennis Schroeder. You could bring in the you could so people understand D'Angelo Russell and Chris Paul together. That is an option. You could, right. that is really just about how much are you willing to pay as the Lakers. You know how much are you willing to put out there? You know, past the first apron, just up to the second apron, tax implications, whatever. It is CBA legal. Yeah, there's no reason. There's absolutely zero reason they couldn't do right. that. The question and Chris and Paul Russell, Schreuder, though, is likely an impossibility. Likely, unless likely. unless the market for Schroeder is really soft, or Schroeder decides I just want to be here that bad that I'll take or CP three decides. Well, that's the, that's the other flip. The, the flip side of that is the ideal scenario for the Lakers would be Chris Paul comes and just says, I've made how much money over the course of me, you know, over the course of his career, Chris Paul has made uh, a significant, <laughs> significant amount of money. Um, According to basketball reference, he's oh, $331 made million. More than that. That's not even counting what he made this year. Um, oh, you're he, right. So it's, it's about $360 million right. with at least $15 million coming to him this upcoming season, regardless of how any of this shakes out. That's the minimum that's coming to him. Plus all that State Farm money. Yep. So, you know, he can certainly look at this and say, I could play here for a minimum. I could, you know, two a year, a year and an option or something like whatever it might be. If that happens, the Lakers could then use the exception on Schroeder. And I would still, if everybody could figure out a way to make, I would still try to bring back Russell. In, in that scenario, I, I don't think there's a reason why I wouldn't let any of the talent go. And I'll tell you why next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Bird Dogs, the makers of shorts and pants that feature the future of comfort, which is built in underwear. It's stitched inside the pants and shorts, almost like a layer of boxer brief that is one with the clothing. They call it Comfort Kingdom, and you can rule this land in your Bird Dogs. They, you can look better. You feel great wearing your Bird Dogs. The stretchy fabric makes my legs, your legs, everybody's legs look great, and they are comfier than other pants and shorts, and they're also versatile. You can wear the same pants or shorts on a golf course, work meeting, on a date, it's the perfect attire for doing a little bit of grilling and sitting down watching some NBA finals. And they are forgiving. They got a little bit of extra stretch if your midsection needs a smidge more room and no judgment, nothing to be ashamed of. Go go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA. And when you enter that promo code locked on NBA, they will throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order that is in and of itself a reason to do this it is an awesome tumbler i use this every single day so get yours and get some bird dogs okay so i i the, what makes what makes me nervous about i i'm a big i like the idea of chris ball being on the lakers i think he would improve that what would make me uncomfortable is sacrificing sort of depth around like, cause you got to keep Chris Paul healthy and you got to get the other guys through the season and whatever you want to maximize the amount of talent on the roster to be able to do it. How would you, what kind of combination of like, if Chris Paul comes and he takes the mid level, for example, it probably means that Schroeder goes. Yes. I think it definitely means Schroeder goes unless there is no market for Dennis Schroeder whatsoever. Right. It means Schroeder's out. You mentioned that you know the, the, there is 
you know, the, at the very least, challenging conversation that comes if presumably Reeves starts, if you sign Chris Paul and you still want to bring back D'Angelo Russell, you have role questions there. Chris Paul, I think, would be coming off the bench most likely. You think so? Um, okay. Someone would have to, presuming well, Reeves starts. Someone would definitely have to come off. the. Someone has to come off the bench. Austin Reeves is going to be playing 35 to 40 minutes. He's your third best player on this theoretical roster. He absolutely mm -hmm. is starting. Right. Um, and, and, you're would, not, you're not, and you're starting some other large person somewhere, whether it's Rui Hachimura or someone. I am not playing Austin Reeves as an undersized three. We've seen this movie multiple times, multiple incarnations. A good way for Dark to get himself killed. I just think it's. I think you're. It's an unnecessary, counterproductive way to try to have a starting lineup of Austin Reeves, Chris Paul, and D'Angelo Russell. Which I don't know why you would do that in the first place. Mm -hmm. To me, you would play. Reeves and Russell, who we've already seen, are good together as your starter, and Chris Paul comes off the bench in a decent-sized bench role. One that theoretically could expand into the playoffs where he starts to play a little bit more, whether that's coming off the bench or... Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I got to be honest. Not, yeah. I got to be honest. The idea of Chris Paul expanding his minutes as the season goes along feels more like a really awesome idea than something that I think is actually going to be impossible as the season goes along, but we'll see, you know, his minutes, I mean, his production in the playoffs really began to sharply decline. Like I looked up the per 36 minutes for Chris Paul in the playoffs and D'Angelo Russell, if people were unhappy with Delos and I get why they were Chris Paul's were basically the same, if not a little bit worse. And then he got hurt. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, um, but that's kind of my point is CP to me is a great addition if he's an and. If he's an instead of, it's problematic. You know, like you, you know, D'Angelo Russell for an 82 game season, and I, I firmly believe the Lakers need to build a roster that has enormous depth to get through an 82-game season so that their best players are healthy enough to elevate in the playoffs in ways that LeBron could not, even with the Lakers getting the Western Conference Finals. He wasn't healthy enough with that foot to be the player the Lakers needed in total. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what makes this tricky, is this notion of like – you got to, if you, if you add Chris Paul, the assumption from the entire basketball Twitterverse was that, of course, he's going to be a Laker. The Lakers would have to make really hard choices about making sure that they didn't use Paul to replace the talent that they already have. You could maybe let like a Malik Beasley go in that case. But in terms of your frontline talent, like he can't replace D'Angelo Russell. That one well, shouldn't, he shouldn't, risk. right. Well, he, he, I don't think Chris Paul replacing D'Angelo Russell is or should be a consideration mm -hmm. because of the three guards that we're talking about, CP, Schroeder, Russell, I actually think D'Angelo Russell is the best of the three. Um, or if nothing else, he is the easiest to picture as the most consistently productive. Uh -huh. I see 
Chris Paul most realistically as a replacement for Dennis Schroeder, whether because you prefer Chris Paul or because Dennis Schroeder can do better than the mid-level. The idea of all three, I don't picture as realistic from an economic standpoint. I don't picture it realistic in terms of getting all three of them happy with their role, happy with their minutes. I that, don't think to me, that's the bigger one. The economics, if Chris Paul, if CP would take a veteran's minimum, the economics are fine. Right. I just don't the picture role, I agree with you could be a problem. I think the role would be an issue. I don't picture Chris Paul taking a veteran's minimum. I could be wrong. You know, he has made, like we talked about, a lot of money. But I think Chris Paul could likely find a way to get a mid-level exception on a good team. You know, I still think that possibility exists oh, for, for sure. him. So if he's going to be getting a reduced role no matter what, assuming it's with a contender, I would guess that Price would end up breaking the tie. I find the, I would love to be wrong. I find the idea of all three of them being on the roster very unlikely. I, I think I just feel like it sounds awesome it, as an idea. It remind it feels a lot like when the Lakers have tried to put Kobe, Shaq, Malone, Peyton all on the same team, assuming everyone's going to be happy with their roles, or putting Kobe, Powell, Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, Meta World Peace, Antoine Jameson all on the same team, assuming everyone's going to be excited and happy about their role. I don't think there will be enough backcourt minutes to go around where Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Chris Paul, Dennis Schroeder will all be happy. I just don't. Yeah, and that's that's reasonable. But I just I can't I cannot hear anybody mention Anton Jameson on the Lakers without uh, laughing at Dan D'Antoni, the assistant coach that year, his description of of Jameson as high assed like a flamingo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Greatest description of any player that I've ever seen. That's why he, uh, Jameson, struggled defending, according mm -hmm. to Dan D'Antoni, who I deeply, deeply miss. Um, the downstream impacts, the bottom line is the downstream impacts are part of what makes this uh, an interesting conversation for the Lakers. Would you trade? Because you're, well, maybe we could hear, like, we both agree if. Assuming you can make everybody happy and 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 convince people to do it, Chris Paul, along with D'Angelo Russell, thumbs up. Yeah. Would you swap out Chris Paul for Schroeder, and then you know presumably sign another veteran backup that you can put in you know as needed, um, you know to to fill a role when you know Chris you need one more decent guard. Uh, because, again, Chris Paul, you have to assume, is going to miss 25 games. I mean, you can try. The reality is I don't know how many decent backups to Chris Paul and D'Angelo Russell exist. Sure. Like you actually want to put on the floor. I mean – But if you – so would, this, you, would you rather have Schroeder or, or, or CP is really the question then? I think – I think the occasional upside with Chris Paul is going to be higher – I think the overall consistency and reliability will probably be there more with Schroeder. So I think in a lot of ways it depends on what you want or what what you think the roster, how you think it'll hold up over the course of the season. Um, it's an it's an interesting thing that you know we'll be thinking about a lot because you know this took 
everybody by surprise, including Completely. us, w- when we began to record this. So neither one of us has had the ability to fully digest it. Um, I think Chris Paul, if you added him, could be helpful for this team. But the decline that we saw this season with the Suns gives me some pause. Um, and I think that it's real. And the time where you want Chris Paul the most, in theory, is the playoffs. That's also the time where Chris Paul is becoming increasingly less available. He's always hurt. <laughs> right. But that's but that's why, remember when you said before, increase his role in the playoffs. My reaction was, I just want him to be able to play in the playoffs. The idea. Oh, sure. I just mean like, you know, whereas, you know, if you, 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 that's a bad plan. I'm just going to say right now, but a lot of, but that's not a lot of players, particularly veteran players end up playing, assuming they're healthy a little bit more in the postseason. Chris Paul's track record in the playoffs makes me think that is a bad plan. The idea of where we are earmarking, seven additional minutes for Chris Paul in the playoffs. That feels like a bad plan to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see why. I, I'm a little busy. You're 100% sure that this, this whole bring them all back thing won't work? I think that is a recipe for guys. In, unless they are winning a lot, that feels to me like you, you, you walk into it. You walk into a, a season where your four guards – are Russell, Paul, Schroeder, and Reeves. You've got a healthy LeBron. You've got a healthy AD. Bring back Hachimura. You've been, sure. You, 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 you could be winning a lot of games. You could be. A lot of games. Could, That's a good team. You could, you could be. I'm just saying, I think keeping the four of them happy, or really, Reeves will be happy for sure. Keeping the other three happy with what they're being asked to do, I think is going to be a challenge. Uh, I can see that. Um all right. Uh, for Friday, Andy, uh, we are going to take a detour from the speculation, whether it's about Kyrie Irving uh, or Chris Paul, and start speculating on something different. The, the NBA draft, um, the Lakers actually have a pick. <laughs> and for the time being, they might use it. Number 17 and then again at 47. Uh, Rafael Barlow is the uh, in-house network guru on the uh, on the NBA draft hosts the uh, Locked On Big Board show, and he is going to join us for Friday's show. Definitely want to check that out. We will begin our draft coverage, the first of a couple shows that we plan on doing on the draft. So, uh, Locked On Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show and hang out and ask us questions and all that stuff. And we will see everybody Friday for some draft talk.